0: Hello and welcome to What Memory? The podcast for survivors of stroke and brain injury. I'm Stephen Masters and I'm here with Josh Reed. We both had strokes. We want to share our experiences, find out how other people live with brain injury and investigate what's new in brain injury research. This is episode eight, the targets episode. Chronologically, this is a continuation of our personal stories from episode seven, the result of meticulous planning or an astonishing coincidence. We can't remember.
1: So, after I was in a good enough shape to sort of try and get back into the world itself, um, that's when I met... uh, you at brushstrokes and i also met headway where where we are um based um and so yeah so it's we met in headway oh at Brushstrokes, sorry um and we met just like as friends it was just like uh, yes. Hi, how are you? Because <laughs> um, we wanted to, because I I was an artist, um, as uh, you could probably see from Absolutely. all the paintings uh, in our house where I am, we are at the moment. Um, so. I wanted to relearn how to use my right hand because that's a thing that I had lost. I'd lost Absolutely. The, all the use I, I, of yes, my right hand. Yes. Um, but I was starting to get it back. I could move my fingers and I still can, but I still find it very, very difficult and draining and almost tiring because I know I could have done it so easily before as well with... yes with my drawing and stuff like that, I would, it would have been like, okay, well I'll just draw that. I can, it was like, Oh, we're talking to someone like, Oh, um, what, what are you thinking? Or what, you know, what, you know, so I, I'm, I've got tattoos. So, Oh, well, what tattoos are you exactly? How do you explain this? And it was like, Oh, I'll just draw something. And i was like, ah, oh, okay. Can I draw this now? <laughs> actually thinking about it, can I actually draw this? So yeah, it was, um, a way of me going right i want to get better at drawing so ended up at Brush brushstrokes which is uh in bedford um it's at the higgins so yeah and it's run by
0: the stroke association yes as a kind of art therapy group yeah strokes yeah and and very brilliant it is as well oh definitely and uh at first i thought when i when i first heard about it um I thought, well, yes, i I like to do that because I I had been an artist before and a graphic designer. So I thought, well, um, yeah, I should go along to that.
1: Mm.
0: I suppose when I first got there, I thought, really, if I retired properly, I might run a workshop like this. Yes, exactly. Um, Because obviously it's about art, it's Mm. about therapy. I would have quite enjoyed that. But I find myself on the other end of this equation, which is I am now, you know, would and you like? It? Would you like a piece of paper and a pet? I'm thinking, gee, whiz, this? Yeah. Is not good. <laughs> but um, in the end, I think it has worked out very well because yeah. my my um, coordination on my right hand is getting a lot, lot better, yeah. and it motivated me to to draw pictures of my experiences much more, um, which was very, very helpful, I think, to do. Yeah. But the, the curious thing was that um, when I was came out of hospital and. I had OT and a physio and yeah. a speech therapist and various people used to come in and see me at home. Um, but it wasn't for several months until somebody phoned me up and said, oh, um, I've heard you've had a stroke. Yeah. And that was the Stroke Association where they, re- they re- referred her, but apparently the, there'd been too much, a lot of time had gone by. Yeah. And she finally got this message and said, oh, I'll come on and see you. And then she recommended uh, brush strokes and, mm. and that 's how it started and much later um, my wife was talking to a friend of hers who'd also suffered a stroke um, many years before and she said oh well you must be going to to headway as well yeah and my wife said what on earth is a headway <laughs> and she said, well it's this whole thing that's yeah. for people who've had strokes and brain injuries and and, and you know you you get to know a awful lot about it and because it's cognitive stuff and yeah. uh, therapy for memory for for a fatigue uh, for yeah. a physio and she said well this is amazing I and mean, we you know why weren't we told about this yeah. automatically yeah no, and uh, that, that's one of the weird things either and then when she said well there's this place apparently you can go to mm. so and then they said oh yeah but you've got to have a referral from your doctor yeah and uh, Okay, so we've got to go in town, yeah. Go and see the range to see the doctor, which is very hard. Oh, god, because it's, you've got it's to get just you have to awful. get there at 10 to 8 in the morning.
1: Um, you have like five minutes, and that, uh, that's uh, yeah, your yeah, you No, you queue up, oh wow, to get
0: your slot for the day, yeah. which will be oh, later in the day. Oh, I wow. know, yeah. I know. So that, that was very, yeah, very weird. Um, so we went along to that, and we said, so We well, apparently, there's a thing called headway, and um, can we can you? Signed no, a thing no, saying that you know, I've had the stroke, blah blah blah. blah. I mean, can you refer me to a right. headway? And, um, incredibly, nobody in the doctor's practice had ever heard of headway.
1: Wow, knew nothing about it. That is, and it was kind of like, well, you that know, is almost worrying. Well, it's very getting yeah, very worrying and, and, because I thought there's so many people out there who don't know, have had strokes and brain injuries, uh, are coping with themselves, absolutely. but they don't know anyone else who's had that. Same thing, and the opportunity to actually get better.
0: And I think, left to my own devices, by myself, I would have probably never found that. It was only because my wife is always casting around, for what else can we do? Where can we get some help? Um, That this came up. And um, I kind of thought, wow, this is crazy. Um, And even with the brushstrokes um, getting referred into the Bedford's, thing yeah. was not as easy as it sounds no. and um because you think you just turn up or something but no there's got to be you know little way stages for and it, i think for a lot of people who've had strokes or brain injuries that the mountain you have to climb to get anything yeah. done physically or mentally is, it's not made easy it's not made easy <laughs> for people who've got brain injuries yes yeah. In fact, (laughs) you know, you think, my God, how many more difficulties can they can they in your way? Yeah, yeah. Um, I can see why they have to do it. Yeah, but once you've seen it from and from the the patient's point of view, if you could look at it for five seconds, you realise how immensely difficult this
1: is. Yeah, and the only reason I knew that Headway was a thing was that I uh, when I was. Uh, twenty two, twenty two, and had just finished um work, work, university. Um, I volunteered there. So my nan, my mum had well, my so nan, you
0: already knew, yeah, yeah. Oh, my nan, wow, had, a, right.
1: had died from a stroke. Right. So I knew about it. I wanted to give back. So I was like, right, okay, what can I do? Volunteering. So I did volunteering. I did some cooking and stuff like that. And so I did that for like six, seven weeks, something like that. And then I ended up getting a job, um, as a teaching, teaching. So yeah. Yeah. Um, it were, I, I already knew about it. I was like, right, okay. So it was already in my sphere of knowledge. Okay, yeah. Um, and my mum knew about it. And so we were like, okay, well, we want to go to this headway because right. obviously we know it's a thing. And then, uh, so there was a speech therapist uh, called Heather um, who... Uh, we both know i think i think we do yes yes um and so she used to come to the house uh where because she was my speech therapist Yes. and she said oh you should go to this thing called brushstrokes as well so that's how i got to brushstrokes because i knew it i knew headway first Understood. and Understood. then i got uh from the ot Heather being like oh there's also uh this brushstrokes I know you're interested in art she looked at the house she was like oh yeah you do loads of art so yeah um but I ended up doing uh because I got annoyed very often with how awful my pencil work was and drawing was I ended up doing lots more stuff like clay and more more Physical stuff, which I hadn't ever attempted because I was very good at drawing Yeah. before. So I was like, right, I want to learn something else because is it because I'm not great at it or is it because I had a stroke? Who knows? There's not like that sort of worry in my head of like, oh, you're only bad at it because you've had a stroke. Yes. It's more like, oh, well, you haven't done it before. So maybe it's just that you're bad at it. so it wasn't that sort of like worry or anxiety or annoyance that was in my head like it was with drawing um, at the time
0: i spent most of my life as a graphic designer Mm. i've been to art school yes worked in the film and television industry as a graphic designer for years um so when i couldn't use my right hand um that was appalling to me yeah because one of my main forms of creativity and in fact the reason for being was was the coordination yes. between my hand eye and brain yeah which i was very good at yes. um and the idea that one of these things would just pack right. up on me or actually the brain and the yeah hand was, <laughs> yes. uh, the eyes survived mm-hmm. that was good i've got no blindness that often happens with people who've had strokes they go blind yeah um, i can't imagine what that would be like and um but i, I thought oh my god i've lost the abilities to draw, and this is kind yeah. of like a mainstay of my life. Yeah, and the need to get back was kind of really disproportionate. I just had to sort of make my mark, and I used to practice every yeah. just drawing lines and and stuff like that. I mean, I mean, in the old days, way back when I was younger, I could draw a perfect circle, yeah, freehand, yeah. And um and the idea that I could just barely make a mark on a piece of paper yeah. that was more than a squiggle was kind of really worrying for yeah. me. So Brushstrokes was the natural place to yes. go to. Um, and it's interesting with a lot of people at Brushstrokes is there a huge range of of interests in art. Isn't yes. it? Some people do it because it just frees up their mind in a separate yeah. way and then just colour in little clips. And there's Bits people who
1: used to be artists, amazing who, artists. as well. Yes, more- I mean,
0: or, or you, yeah. do, who've done tremendous work. Yes. And you can, you can tell, though, that they there's this kind of longing to get back yes. to where they were because without it, they don't, they, they don't quite feel complete. Yeah. So I'm still working on that yeah. because my, my technique in the old days, well, I was quite detailed yes. about what I did. And so my work always looked quite intricate. Mm. Um, but, of course, when you can just do barely yeah. outline or something. You, <laughs> detail started, isn't really important. Detail is not the big thing. <laughs> but in a curious way, I started to see the advantages of simple, simple mm. was actually quite, quite effective for yeah. me. I didn't have to do all this cross-hatching right. and clever kind of stuff like that. I'd just draw an outline and that would be it because I couldn't do any more mm. than that. And so I'm working on that. Yeah. And I think the, um, the bit that I was worried about very early on was that if my brain had gone basically blown up, was had my creativity Go on, gone man. as well and, yeah. and i was calling into question what what the relationship between my brain and, and creativity was yeah. and i was thinking well, oh, maybe i've lost the ability to even kind of mm. draw a decent picture or have a de- more have an idea for something on a blank sheet of paper so you've got yeah. a blank sheet of paper and somebody says can you design some a logo yeah and i would be you know i can't think of anything yeah and that that scared me so much because Mm -hmm. i thought
1: before i would have been like oh yeah 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 yeah. exactly before before, i could have
0: probably had had a brief for for a for a logo and and probably come up with it in five minutes to think very quickly like that visually but i was thinking oh have i lost all of this Mm. and before even that i remember my daughter saying to me that in in the first couple of days she would look into my eyes and and try and work out if I was still a cognitive at yeah. all because by that time I'd gone completely. Yeah. And and um, she was thinking, yeah, I can just detect he's still alive, he's mm-hmm. still talking a bit. Yeah. That it's it's the same old dad still in there, yeah, somewhere. Yeah. Um so very frightening for them. And then later on when I started to come to very frightening for me. Yes. And so now, well, a year and a half, half on. I think now yeah. we're just slowly getting to the point where I can, I can draw something which is reasonably okay yeah. by my standards. Yes. Oh yeah. Given yeah. my lifetime of drawing. Yeah. So,
1: uh, well, that's, no, that's the thing. Like I used to do art commissions, and yeah, like so that that's now had to stop. But I still have the creativity in my head. I know. Yes. I know what I want. I know. Oh, if someone else could do it for me. I would be able to explain exactly yes. what it was that I wanted, I wanted them to do, and I'd be like, right, I want this for this and this and this. And so I know that that hasn't gone. I know that hasn't ebbed. I just need to get be able to do it myself. I need to get it so that I guess I like to I like to call what I do now very abstract (laughs) (laughs) just to sort of make me feel better because really yes it's it's not great but (laughs) but yes
0: (laughs) yes yes you're going into your abstract expressionist phrase now because yes the your brain went yes but i think it's kind of interesting is that um because what i do now has been affected by my brain going yeah like it did that i don't know if it's um a boon or not yeah i'm thinking well actually i've got something out of that yeah in that like, i've had to simplify what i do mm. it's the creativity is still there the pictures making is still there slightly different yeah so is that a bad thing is that a good thing i could have been in a car crash i could have been in a lot of other yeah. different situations which would have affected me yeah in a similar or worse way yeah exactly so maybe i should and this is the why thing isn't it it's like compare what you were what you were hoping to have with what you've actually got yes. and that constant you know i could have been i could have been a great artist but now because yes. of the stroke and but um whereas now i don't do that so much i think no. right, i i can only do what i can do and it's not that bad that i would gain to that yes. it completely
1: well no i so the longest time I was comparing myself to how I was before the stroke yes. happened. But now I'm like comparing myself more, not all the time, but more to how I was a year ago. And that is much, much healthier for my mental, my yes. mental state yes. of where I am. Cause I'm like, Oh, Actually, I can do more. Or oh, this person I haven't seen for six months has said, "Oh, wow, your speech is amazing. Can't imagine you like that. That's just it's improved so much." And I was like, "Oh, has it?" And I'm like, "Oh, it probably has." Thinking about it, yes. thinking about where I was six months ago, a year ago. So it's kind of again, it's small goals. And I, I go well. That's really good. I need to think about that, and like just appreciate how much I've improved in six months, and then hopefully I can pr- like over over um, what's the word uh, shoot over the person that I was yes. before I had stroke because you know i'm 28 and i have a lot of life left to enjoy and so i don't want to sit there being like oh i wish i'd done i wish i wish this hadn't happened
0: yes and that's it and you can't say i wish that hadn't happened over and over again for 25 years yeah at some point you're gonna have to say that's happened yeah oh well what's happening now Yes, it's, it's kind of much more in the in the now than yeah. ever before. And I think you're right. You have to go back to all the time afterwards and compare yourself from the different wave stages from that yes. moment. You exactly. can't go back to the time before that.
1: Yeah, exactly. And, that, and that's the thing. It's, it's just mentally getting yourself to be like, okay, compare yourself to the person you were when you woke up from the coma. Like, who were you then? Compare yourself to that. Compare yourself yes. to that rather than oh, I wish I'd been able to do art, like, again, you know, I still go through that phase. I still go, oh, I just wish I could draw that, or I just wish I could draw that, like, as well as I could have before. But, you know, unfortunately, unless you work, unless you work on it hours and hours and hours, then you're never going to be. And so you're just wasting time not doing that specific Absolutely, job, that specific yes. thing that you're wanting to improve, like speech, uh, eyesight, uh, art—it so is all very similar. When
0: I go back to a little notebook I've got where I've continually signed my name over and over yeah. again, and uh, on the reverse side of the page, I would write down and obs- it was—I used to do it obsessively—take mm. my blood pressure
1: okay yep. three
0: times a day and record yeah. it left hand left arm right arm yeah oh, i would do because i was i was scared stiff this was going to happen again yes and i knew in the back of my mind that it did happen again for some people and yes. there was reasonably high chance that, that it would happen again oh. and i thought oh god i do not want this to happen yeah. ever again um so i used to i became a some would say I was very controlled about how I did it, but actually was quite obsessive. Yes, I was yes. I was so worried but then, that mm. the slightest increase in blood pressure. Because mm-hmm. when I went into the hospital it was like, you know, off the charts. Oh, yeah. It was yes, I was going into <laughs> yeah. I was blitzing. But um but it, it's with the medication, it's come right down now. Yeah. And I can look back at those old figures badly with yes. and my signature on the other part of page written. <laughs> over and over again, trying to get really squally hammer. Mm. Uh, when I compare myself to them I do that does get better because yeah. I think I've got this far and yeah. this this is good. Yeah, and I think in a way, one of the things that, that if I'd known about it, I would have started it. because I didn't have the brain to do it, I would have set myself a kind of running target. Yeah, where, and, and recorded all these things so I could say, well, I can I can only walk this far, but now I can walk this far. Yeah, and that continual updating yes. of my speech could get better. I could start to say certain sounds because i was always having a problem with you know that or oh, okay. sa- yeah were i could just couldn't couldn't couldn't, couldn't, couldn't formulate it in, in. my head yeah <laughs> so um your I tongue used, wasn't i used to get these, the little, <laughs> these little lesson plans from my speech therapist about yeah. you know keep practicing these words yes. and i would repeat them over and over again for you know issues about 10 minutes a day just just yeah, practicing these sounds. And if I go back, I can see now that I've come an awful long way oh God, from yeah. that. Um but in a way I wish I'd been more careful about how I'd stored that information so that I can constantly refer to it yeah. and give myself a little feel feel good, say, oh yeah, it's better than last month, or better than certainly better than two months ago. Yes. Um yeah. hindsight is a lovely thing. Hind- hindsight of- <laughs> is, well, hindsight is a lovely thing because I've still got it.
1: So I remember the first time that I went to Headway, um, I was basically mute. I didn't want to speak. I was seeing all these people who I thought were so much better than me. And I was like, oh God, why Why am I here? Why, why am I in this group? It, like everyone seems so coherent. And yeah, and so for the first month, I basically didn't talk. But then there was this, uh, I was asked to be this guy's uh sort of mentor for the day because right. he was brand new and i oh, had yes. been there for a month and so i met this guy and i was like i had to talk i had to be helpful yes and tell him how, what's what and how to do, and that really really boosted me because that made the whole old me come out again yes that was the confidence boost that i needed and i didn't even realize
0: the as well, yes. isn't that wonderful.
1: And and I've gone from strength to strength from that. So I now don't go to headway, um, but I volunteer instead. So that's fabulous. So for me, their volunteering is almost like my old teaching role. Yes. Because but it's it's not like it matters if like, oh, it's a bit rubbish like they, yes. there's you know it's not got that pressure on it because no pressure it's volunteering teaching, which is
0: so yes
1: they're very grateful that you are there to help and so i, I do an art art course uh with them i'm doing that because I, I still have the mind for it but i don't have the physical ability for it um so yeah so i i'm now able to do that and i'm like okay well that's that's that was another goal that I want to do. I was like, can I volunteer? Like, do I think that I am in the, I can volunteer (laughs) maybe. Um, and so I did that and then I, well, so now I'm doing, well, I'm doing this podcast obviously. Um, and so that, that's really, really helpful and talking and, you know, letting it out and being like, okay, well, this is, this is what's happening, but also having an interest in, okay, how do we, how do we help other people who are in the similar situations? Um, but also I'm doing um, talks to like 30 people or so uh, at a time. great. So I do talks at schools. I do talks um, at Headway itself. Right. And and that has been very useful because one, it's it's almost like teaching, but without any of the prep, because I have the prep, I've got everything. Yeah. I still I need to update it probably, but um, I just, yeah, I, I can actually help and talk and go through what I've been through and explain it, like yes. I'm doing now.
0: Yes, and I think part of the idea of the podcast generally is it's enlightened self-interest in the way that I... That maybe what we've been through is helpful to other people. Yeah. But I think hopefully other people will come to this podcast and make suggestions because yeah. I, I'm interested to know anything anybody's got Yes. that can help me. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, the wonderful thing about Headway was when I first got there, I was thinking, hmm, a lot of these people are worse off than me. Yeah. Unlike you. And, and I thought, Mm, this this I'm not doing too bad, considering. Yes. And there are lots of people whose memory is so bad, yeah. that literally they can have the same conversation over and over again yeah. while I'm talking to I them. And I'm thinking, oh my God, this is you know, this is really bad. Yeah. Um, these poor, poor people. And but it was very good for me because I could see where I was in the scale of
1: yes. stroke.
0: Yeah. And I'm thinking, well, I'm not as bad as him, but I'm Hmm, definitely worse than him yeah and and that was quite important to me to know what my hierarchy was yes um not because it was there was any kind of self interest in it in terms of oh, i'm better than him not yes because it, it was much more when you're on your own with your family you, think, you have no idea yeah. where you are in the world
1: yeah you know exactly exactly and and that's the thing is so like as i said i was uh I I was so worried that initially when I first came to headway, I was the lowest of the low I felt, but then as I progressed, so I probably went for a year, um, a year and a bit. Um, I realized that actually loads of the people who I'd looked up to, I was looking down at them because I, I progressed so far and I was like, Oh, I want to help push you up yes and yeah. build you up because i'm like oh that's why i did the volunteering because i wanted to give back and help others try and be the best that they could yes, be absolutely
0: and i think that's the important part of of being at headway is that i, I mean i can see myself going down that same route yeah. actually that i want to give something back to that because i can see that somewhere along the line i might be able to help someone just a little bit to get a better life for themselves yeah. post a stroke um, it, but there are a lot of people with other brain injuries yes. which I didn't know I didn't realise that how bad the number of brain injuries you can have yeah. well, I never that. I just thought oh stroke's pretty bad it does that. your brain yeah. but it, p- apparently you, there's a million and one ways there's, you can uh, that, that guy trashed on this
1: um, he was a rugby player and he's yeah. had his whole life turned upside down I yeah. believe it's, it's just you find out so many differences so there's a a guy who who had a diabetic he was he had diabetes and he had like a massive coma and that's why he's at headway it's it's there's just so many ways that it can happen and you don't even think about it because you don't think about it when you're well and you're you're doing stuff. You
0: never, ever think about it. Again. You don't think, hmm, this could be a really bad day because I could get any one of the 25 major things yes. that you could do your brain in.
1: You just don't and think you're like dead, that. And ne- it never, never well, occurs to you and it, until it you happens think, and, and if you do think to that, you are basically you seal yourself in your house yes, That's, yes. those are the few options <laughs> yes, yes. Um, but you know it there are just so many different ways that these things can happen and you can have brain injury or stroke and it's kind of making sure that you understand that but not being worried that it's going to happen yes um so yeah it's it's
0: the the amazing thing for me <laughs> is that even though a part of your brain may blow up, in my case, a clot burst on the part of my brain, um, the rest of the brain compensates and starts to work around it yeah because I was told, oh there's a bit of your brain that's actually died yeah and you're never going to get it back again so i said yeah. gee what yeah. there's a whole blank But that that's fine, like burnt out yeah. if you could visualize it yeah. it would be just to be a like whole, hole like a hole <laughs> <Yeah>. and uh, <laughs> a bit of burnt toast kind of <laughs> just blown up um but apparently the rest of the brain because the plasticity works around this and yeah. will continue to work around it and the more you can do to help it do this the, the better it, it gets yeah. um and that came as a huge shock to me that people with quite bad injuries worse than mine can get as far as they can because actually as long as they've got that bit working yeah eventually it'll always get a little bit better just a tiny bit better yeah. and every time and i think that's i find that very reassuring that yes. my brain <laughs> is not hasn't turned on me no it's not the enemy; it's my friend, and it's yeah. trying. It's doing tell- the best it can to kind of right
1: itself, yeah,
0: because it's aware that something went so, wrong. Yeah.
1: Well, that's the thing. Like, so I went to a hospital appointment probably a week ago, and they were very happy with me. Fortunately, touch word. Um, but I said to the doctor, I was like, I am really interested to have a look at my brain scan when they thought I would be a vegetable or die, and compare it to my brain scan now uh, because i i am very interested in hard empirical data. yeah absolutely <laughs> yeah, yeah and i am like i would be so interested to see the difference because there must be yes or, or there there won't be but i have half a brain and it's doing the whole job or basically a whole brain and that would be really interesting as well <laughs> so it it's kind of like so how has it affected my actual brain because yeah. my brain's not I don't have half a brain <laughs> um but like half my brain was blown yes so what has it got back some of the extra brain or if i just Im- like got my new if i just imposed loads of in my the front part of my brain yes. and put loads of information there instead. So, yeah, it would be very interesting to see.
0: It is, because that, my visualisation of it all, once they'd explained it, uh, was, oh, well, so if if that bit's dead, then obviously there's another bit of the brain which kicks in to replace it. Yes. So the bit of the brain that hasn't been used before has is, is just woken up, and they said, yeah. well, start doing something. Yeah. But apparently it's not like that. No. Apparently, every, every bit of the brain has a job to do. When you lose a bit... It's 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 like a muscle. Is it, the nerves going through a muscle of your brain? Is it, it they just reroute yeah. and make up new pathways of neurons joining up millions and trillions of them. Yeah, and I can see I can kind of visualise how it works, and that visualisation is quite important to me yeah. because I can I can now see how it's all going to, you know, what I'm trying to mend yeah. is the pathways. I'm not trying to mend the the dead bit that's yeah. always going to be like that i'm trying to help the other pathways to form yeah to work around it and every day i kind of think of my brain as a kind of like a roadmap, yeah where i'm just continually making new roads yeah and um that visualization helps me a lot because it then feels like my brain is actually alive and doing something yeah. rather than That's the dead bit, and you know that's the cemetery. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) we walk on past that, and uh, you know, but it's never ever going to come back. No, Um, because it doesn't quite work like that. Yeah. Uh, Although, in my case, the it hit the balance part of my brain, and um, that will probably be the slowest bit to 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 ever come back because it wiped out so much of it. Mm -hmm. Um, So, on a bad day, my balance is the first thing to go.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: just kill it. No, I don't kill it. I just slump. It's this awful slumping yes. thing um, because it can't it can't work out what's going around. Yes. Well, I tried this thing with a, I went to a gym uh, as part of rehabilitation yes. thing, and you have to do this thing where you swing your arms around. Well, I found the whole room was like with oh you. my <laughs> god it was like a ship at sea it was yeah. like with the sea going up and down I was thinking, my god the roof's moving the yeah. walls are moving I've got to stop doing this it was so giddy and that's a year and a half in On and it was very profound yes. and, and, and kind of like oh my god so I had to kind of crouch on the floor in a heap yeah sort of thinking when's the room going to stop moving yeah, must anytime now hopefully <laughs> <laughs> before I throw up you know? yes when they when the um o t and the physio and the speech service finally signed sign me off, which yes. was not too long after I got back home, they said, "Oh you know you're as as good as we can help you yes, um obviously you know it's going to keep improving mm. and at the time, I thought that was okay, looking back on it, I realized that um there were so many people with worse cases than me, yeah, and because the number of people have strokes in this country, they must be so, Flat out. Yeah. So anybody who, who shows any signs of life, yes. pretty much you're on your own, mate. Yes. Um In the nicest possible way. Mm-hmm. But I remember them saying, they gave me a picture, or a set of pictures, and it was kind of was a lion, and a rhinoceros, yes. and a hippopotamus, and a kangaroo. Mm. And they said, can you name any of those things? And I said, well, that's a lion, that's a hippopotamus, that's a rhinoceros, and that's a kangaroo. And they said right you're done yeah i thought well if that's the bar yeah for cognitive reasoning post stroke that's pretty low really but, yeah
1: so so i had um i had to join dots um so i did the join the dots i had to go from one to 15 yes and i had to join yeah, yeah, those and yeah. um, so I, I could do that and then like uh, my sight was not great, but it was able to see like the dots. Um, and so then I had, like you, I had. Can you see what these pictures are? Yeah. Um, and then it was like, oh, okay, draw a cube. That's where I got stuck, and still am to this day. I remember the cube. Yes. Um, I was like, I knew what my mind wanted Absolutely. To, to do. But I drew it, and I was like, That's not a cube, <laughs> and it's so weird because i th- I feel that I should be able to do it, but yeah, for some reason, I can't, and I don't understand why, but it's yeah it's it's very odd it's like and also because it's a cube, but in it's like a glass cube. It's a transparent tree yeah. cube. And that's odd. That's weird. Yes. And I'm like, that's that's, that's why it's very confusing. Whereas, like, so they... Because I had it in hospital, like, quite a few times. I had this test and then out um, yes. with the uh, OTs. Um, so yeah, I, I... had it once in hospital, once outside hospital, yeah. Um, so... Because I did it... I think I had it three times initially. And then once uh, when... I did a year at Headway. I had it as well. And so I did The third time that I did it was, it was actually the best. Whereas I completely forgotten by a year had gone past since I'd done it at Headway. And so I was like, Oh God, I can't, I don't know (laughs) how to do a cube because I'd not practiced. I'd not. That's the thing. It's like just constant practice is what you have to do. Absolutely. And I found
0: the first time I ever did it and I had a picture of the cube next to the yes. space you had yes. to draw it. So I thought, what I'm going to do is copy that. Literally, I can't, I can't my design, I've been doing this. Before. I draw a cube. I can do that with my eyes closed. I couldn't do it for life. Yeah. I okay. managed to draw the top of the cube, and I was trying to draw the down lines, and I was thinking, no. I, and they would go off at a weird angle. Yeah. And I think, I've got no control over this. Yeah, I did it, and... Um, the fit the I think it was the OT said, "Wow, oh, that's very good." Mm. And I was thinking, if that's very good, I've went on to look at the very, other <laughs> God Almighty, that's yeah. bad enough. So yes, that that, that was uh, the f- one of the first times I really thought, mm, "I've got to start drawing again yes. as fast as possible yeah. because if that's my idea of a cube." That is outrageous.
1: Yeah, for me, you know? yeah. No, exactly. And that's that's. I think that is the thing that i still have an issue with is that i all of the stuff all of the visual and putting putting the pen to paper but like having a copy that's where i still struggle and that's the thing i i i know i need to continue improving that but i actually need to not do i need to actually draw Yes. To do it. Whereas I am now doing loads of different styles of art, but I still kind of part of me wants to improve that. And I know that unless I try and fail all constantly, I won't improve. I won't improve even 1%. So that's what annoys yes. me and that's what upsets me because I know that I should do it, but it's forced myself to do it because I know I'll be so annoyed when I don't do it correctly <laughs> the first time and the first thousand times. Yes. And And I I found that um,
0: initially I thought, well, I'm going to sit down, I'm going to try and draw. And I I, I sort of sat, but I I started to wear out a bit. And and then what I found out was that if you say, I'm I'm going to draw, that's going to go nowhere because you just run out of steam. But if you say, I am going to try drawing for 10 minutes and then stop, that seemed to work. Because then when I stopped, I thought, well, okay, that's not too bad. I'll try again tomorrow for 10 minutes. Yeah. And that's slightly better. And then it's slightly better again. Yeah. But not to try and to kind of
1: force, force myself
0: to keep going and keep going and keep going, because that really doesn't work. Yeah. Because the the attention span goes, the focus goes, the the kind of coordination goes, yeah. the the ability to hold a pen goes, yeah. uh, and 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 you and you start to get fatigue anyway. So it's only short, sharp chunks that I, I really yeah. So I would I thought right no don't don't try and draw the cube over and over again until you wear yourself out. Yeah. Try drawing it once, and if that's fine, move on.
1: Yeah, and then be like right. Tomorrow I will do Tomorrow, the same. Month, yes. and hopefully it will be better. Yeah. So I, again, I I got round that because I was like, right, I want to do other stuff. Um, but I still a part of me wants to go back and try it, even though I know it will be frustrating. <laughs> so yes, yeah.
0: I think I've got to the point now where I can. Tr- I'm I'm not afraid to try and and fail at things. Yes, yeah. in according in accordance with what I used to be. Yeah. A pre-stroke. Mm. I, I I realize now that continually, like I say, judging pre-stroke with now yes. is not a good way of doing Aye. it. But all I can do is try things out. And if it doesn't work, yes. I can only slowly get better whatever I want to do. Yeah. But in as far as it was, it's better now than it was last week or last month yes. or six months ago. And I think that's, that's, it's kind of a weird moment isn't it when you finally realize that you've got to let go of that past yes yeah where you think oh right i've i've just got to forget everything that happened from before that stroke as a as a continuation of my life yes. in that in that Nothing, way yeah. in, the, in that road the road's changed yeah um but it's still going straight ahead If you live in the UK, the Stroke Association is a national charity that offers a huge range of stroke-related workshops delivered locally. If you live locally to Bedford in the UK and you've got an artistic streak to go with your stroke, get along to Brushstrokes, an arts workshop for stroke survivors. It's run by the amazing Lucy Felton. The venue is kindly provided by the ever-supportive Higgins Art Gallery and Museum in the centre of town. The email is brushstrokesbedford. That's all one word at gmail.com and there's headway the nationwide charity dedicated to the rehabilitation of stroke and brain injury survivors get your GP to refer you and if your GP has never heard of them refer your GP to headway.org.uk telephone headway on 0808 800 224 or email them on helpline at headway.org.uk most countries have similar organisations. Get in touch, because the fact is you can't recover from brain injury on your own. If you set yourself targets, we'd love to hear from you. Email us on whatmemory2 at hotmail.com That's W-H-A-T-M-E-M-O-R-Y followed by the numeral 2 at hotmail.com And check us out on Instagram at what underscore memory 2. What Memory is our personal podcast any views expressed are purely our own or the personal views of our guests we are not expressing the views of any organisation or business many thanks to our amazing sound editor Jamie Rutherford, professional sound producer and fellow brain injury survivor Okay, we're done the only thing we know for sure after brain injury is that the future is unknown and daunting but it's only going to be brighter if we plan for it to be that way bye for now